Good morning and welcome to the BSA Morning Miner. It's Tuesday the 10th of January. I'm joined by Paul Rankin. Paul, how are you doing today? I am well, thank you, but the rain and the wind has arrived, I see. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty grim. It wasn't too windy on the bike ride uh, this morning, but um, that may pick up through the day. Right, um, Camel have come out with their Q4 operating results. Um, what are the headlines there, Paul? Yes, uh, we had the Q4 and full year uh, production results here. Uh, no lost time injuries at Kunrad, the copper leach operation in Kazakhstan, and two injuries for the year at SASA reported uh, in Macedonia. They had record copper production at Kunrad uh, above their guidance range at uh, 14,250 tons of copper, which is rather surprising, I think, too, since the uh, deposit is fully under leach uh, and has been for a little while now. So they're actually uh, recovering a little more copper, I think, than they were expecting, at least as far as rate of production is concerned. Uh, zinc and lead production uh, at SASA was within the guidance range at, 20, at uh, 21,500 tons for zinc and 27,300 tons for lead. They've got 60 million cash in the bank as of the 31st of December and are now debt free. They reported 2023 guidance where they expect a little bit less uh, zinc and copper output uh, for uh, this year, but a little higher in lead. Uh, yeah, for 2023, that copper guidance has always been, well, certainly for the last few years, slightly conservative against what they've achieved. So we'd be looking for the top end of that 13 to 14 thousand ton range which is a little I think 500 tons higher than what they previously guided at the start of the year and then uh, upgraded. Uh, lead and zinc at Sasser obviously they've got the, the cut and fill transition really sort of kicking off in earnest in, a, in an operational um, sense and I think as that starts up something they talked about on the recent site visit was probably taking the ramp up of a slightly slower pace. Now it's perhaps a little more slower than even we expected from that, but I think that's where that lower throughput is coming coming from that's um, causing that reduction in guidance for next year, certainly on the on the zinc side. Um, and that combined with the fact that over the next few years, zinc uh, grades are expected to be relatively lower than than lead, but that's something that's been known about in the deposit for quite some time. So it's really just the, the slightly lower throughput that's going to have an impact on our numbers. CapEx, 28 to $30 million. Um, our numbers are already within that range, so no surprises there. Um, but I mean, all well positioned to carry on. Um, producing profitably and the uh, slightly warmer weather over winter won't have hurt um, power costs either. That's right. Um, we had some drill results out from Apollo Silver yesterday afternoon uh, or yesterday on the TSX. Yes, uh, that uh, 
Uh, was the highlight of that was 109 meters at 109 grams silver per ton, and that begins at surface uh, on their Calico District, San Bernardino County, California silver property. Uh, not uh, unsurprising. Uh, it's just nice to get that confirmation as this uh, is infill drilling on what was historic uh, results of uh, of a similar uh, thicknesses and grades in that particular portion of the ore body. Uh, for us, uh, the uh, definition of low-grade but uh, recoverable amounts of gold below the silver still continues to be confirmed with the drilling results coming through. There is still plenty of assay drill holes yet to uh, get results back and report on this infill program. And we would expect that uh, we'd get a few more surprises as well, like we had here in this uh, re announcement release in holes 45 and 50, where they seem to have a higher or thicker and a better grade endowment than, than what historic uh, drilling had suggested was in that zone. So nice to see these uh, ongoing uh, confirming results. Uh, yeah, all. Or good there and feeding into the updated mineral resource due at the end of this quarter. Um, so there's another 20 or so holes to come out from this um, phase two program. So yeah, as you say, resource definition, confidence upgrade, um, and probably some extensions at depth and with some grade bumps, like you mentioned. Um, <laughs> And also still, I mean, the, the stock is up 60% from early October, but it had a pretty tough 2022. Um, and so it's still only got a market cap of $30 million Canadian, whilst having 166 million uh, ounces of contained silver. So on a EV per ounce basis, it is still extremely cheap. It is, and, and being a, a, a at or near surface deposit, bulk mineable widths and grades, we're talking about easy ounces to produce or, or easier ounces to produce once uh, fully developed to production. So uh, they don't get any better than this, really, as far as uh, being tier one jurisdiction, as far as grades and tons are concerned. There we go. Um also in the silver space, New Pacific came out with uh, some news, didn't they, Paul? Yes, they sure did. New Pacific being the Bolivian silver exploration uh, group that Rui Fang, uh, who is a well-known uh, uh, Silver Corp uh, veteran, uh, he leads New Pacific Metals as well. They reported a PEA on their 100% owned silver sand project in the Potosi Department of Bolivia. They've got uh, used a $22.50 uh, uh, base case for silver, uh, and it came back with a $1.1 billion NPV and a 52% uh, IRR uh, pre-tax, 39% post-tax on a 14-year mine life. It will have a capital cost estimate uh, just over $300 million, as showing here. And it would have cash costs around $8.45 an ounce and all-in sustaining cost at $10.42 an ounce, producing in the first four years 
at least 15 million ounces uh, per year and life of mine average around 12 million on the current resource. Now I do, we did visit with New Pacific Metals not that many weeks ago prior to Christmas when they visited us and it's uh, clearly evident that Silver Sand as well as two other projects that they have in Bolivia are of this similar scale. Uh, and uh, we look forward to an awful lot of um, new silver ounces to be reported in these projects to be advanced. Excellent. Uh, anything else, Paul? Real quickly, just to mention that the West Haven Resources, the TSX listed uh, gold explorer in BC, uh, reported assay results uh, on their Spences Bridge uh, uh, property specifically on the Skunka Creek target. And we reported uh, here uh, several weeks ago, or the company had, that uh, they had drilled a 900 meter step out along structure that had struck gold mineralization because they could see it in the core. And now we have the assay back from those uh, intervals. And it not only shows high grade, such as almost two meters at 21 grams gold and 13 grams silver, but it also has a really broad-based gold endowed halo around these intercepts in the range of 30 to 50 meters thick um, and uh, grades of, in the halos about one and a half grams per ton. Excellent. All right, Paul, uh, we'll call it a day there and we'll be back tomorrow. Very Thanks good. So we'll see you then.